in the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, what's up? Thanks for joining us for another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be just as fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are, with zero apologies for it, making you not that sorry. So I'm Jan, the one who apparently doesn't believe in black love. And I've got John, the salacious slanderer who got in here somehow. And Antonia, the Disney princess who probably let him in. <laughs> it was under false pretenses. Long hangover for that one. I but, mean, you know. <laughs> a lot happens in a week. We could discuss this. You, you know, said the words, phone. John. You said the words. <laughs> they are record they're on wax. <laughs> you said. There's plenty of time to discuss to this me. between us. We didn't have to carry this. You, you put it on the mic. <laughs> you left it right there at the end. There wasn't. There was only time for processing. There wasn't time Stay for discussion. Stay tuned for my upcoming diss track. <laughs> Can you actually imagine? No, that? let's not. It would be that. a little. No, we're not doing this. It'll <laughs> 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 be a fire beat John intro. Would kill me. Like John actually raps. Straight he's up. got. He's got bars and flow, and I'm just awkward and weird, and <laughs> it just it awkward girl work. rap. It'll just you being like, you are my no, feelings, not, and then not like then a mic drop. Not the way Issa Rae does like dope awkward girl. Oh no rap, no, like, I was like it would no, be awkward and like sad, just bad. <laughs> you would just be like, I really thought we were friends, and then it would just end. I can't believe you did this to me. The beat drops. You know I believe in black love. I can't take it anymore. But yeah, look out for that rap battle. uh, (laughs) It's that kind of podcast. Next month. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you guys some time to prepare. And by you guys, I mean Jan. (laughs) Yeah, because God help. So, you know, unrelated, if anyone listening is a ghostwriter or (laughs) got a rhyming book or something to help me, anything not related. (laughs) Just saying. Dear. So, guys, what's up? I, you know, just, uh, I thought we were cool, but <laughs> yeah. Then you fired shots and thought we were cool after that. <laughs> I mean, we're still cool. I still love you. <laughs> Just a awful thing to say. <laughs> that isn't true. Hence why I called it slenders. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just here for the tea. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> we are also possibly open for another co-host. I'm just kidding, but John. You are irreplaceable. <laughs> Are you leaving because John. your feelings are hurt, or John's no, leaving John's because kicked you, out. okay? No, I'm leaving. Okay, wow. burn them all. I'm Daenerys. Everybody gets it. Send your resumes in. <laughs> we just, will not just be interest. We'll I won't just, even take your resume. We'll just read tell me you're them, interested. but like, don't think anything is coming. But we'll read. We'll happily read them. Oh well, I mean, I. I mean, you could just <laughs> not think that about me. It's the easier thing. He said what he said, you know. He, the, exactly. And now mad that I said that. something about it. <laughs> a week later. We only do these once a week. <laughs> what am I going to waste a mini episode for 
John, I didn't like what you said about me. No, a text message or a phone call since, you know, friends or whatever. Well, apparently my cut eye in the moment didn't work, so other measures had to be taken. It didn't. John <laughs> made sure to look the other way I noticed. What <laughs> <laughs> about me? <laughs> exactly. So I went this whole you. week not thinking anything of it. <laughs> the <laughs> intro stands as is. John accused me of not believing in black love, and I need you all to know that he said that. And apparently I'm a traitor for letting him in. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Disney princesses, every time. <laughs> he says something nice to me, so. <laughs> so how easily she's bought. <laughs> how that could it possibly be? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but there was really cute stuff that happened in this awful week, and the, the story I can't escape because it made me feel so good was uh, an eight-year-old boy from Toronto named Yafit Yosef who got to chat, video chat with an astronaut, Victor Glover, aboard the International Space Station. And so cool. it was better than a chat. Like, this kid, <laughs> he's, he's decked in his, his own spacesuit, Like, two of them. Okay. But the, so he's got a NASA suit, so obviously he's got U.S. flags on it. But his mom sewed Canadian flags <laughs> patches on it, and it was the cutest thing. I love it. And this kid, it wasn't just like, oh, what's your favorite food in space? Like, no, he was asking about specific components, uh, asking about that space station. Like, this boy knows things. He knows what's up. He said he, his mom also said, too, he was always talking about when he goes to space, like he's going to take her with him. Like, yeah. Just the <laughs> My man's got plans. Mm, and I'm it. here for it. And just so it's on record, Victor Glover, easy on the eyes. So good for you. <laughs> Go space travel because it is I see you in your medium. <laughs> yeah, you flexing that Shirt, space sir. suit. <laughs> Here for it. Um, in another story of kids being adorable, uh, BCMLA Ravi, Ravi Cologne uh, shared a note his son got from school when he made a new friend. That's like, so cute. adorable card with a, a picture of a rainbow on it and... You know, sitting with you guys was the best, and oh, because he like, and his oh, friend children? went out of the way to go and and hang out with the new kid, and afterward he wrote them this beautiful card and was like, "I'd really like to hang out with you guys some more." And he was just like, "Look what we did!" <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, what a so, great kid I've raised." <laughs> so cute. I love that. Um, and here's where the world goes to shit again because I saw a story where a Montreal pharmacy, a chain pharmacy, I forget what it was called. Um, was caught labeling black hair products as non-essential goods. So this happened, when I first saw this, it must have been, I think it was beginning of January or end of December. This girl had gone around to, um, she, this is the one store that she goes to to get her black hair products. I think it's like the closest one. And she walked in and she was like, I'm sorry, why is this tape up? What's going yeah. on? Chatted with one of the employees who was also black. The black employee was like, I don't know. I just got a, I just got um, instructions from my boss to put this up. Boss is white. Got the boss involved and was just like, what is this? None of the other locations have this blocked off because the girl who, the woman who had taken the video had messaged the other locations and they had put out like a sort of apology, be like, oh, yeah. we're sorry. But then as soon as she saw this one, it was like, okay, but if you're not blocking them off for all the stores, why is it this location got a notice and where did that come from and why was it not checked? And yeah. what makes it not essential? Because it was, it was, it was the black hair products and then like for some reason the Dr. Scholl's like, Foot inserts were also yeah. blocked off, and she's like, unrelated, but that's also weird. And so the 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 manager was going through, being like, okay, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and the girl and her friend were just like, no, we need all these products. There's shampoo here. There's moisture. Like, these yeah. are all essential to black people. Like, you can't rule it out. And it's not like all shampoo and conditioner were, were exactly. blocked off and deemed non-essential. It was literally it was just, just the black section. The small like. 
ethnic hair section. Oh, yeah. Drives me bonkers. The yeah. ethnic hair section drives me bonkers yeah. anyway, but okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, the manager ended <laughs> up, like, taking down the the tape and everything else, too, but she really was just like, but where did this come from? And why did you s- deem it fit to do that when yeah. none of the other locations had the same instructions? And she couldn't answer. She was just like, oh, well, you know, we just... Uh. <laughs> exactly. And Ontario and Quebec, now that you're locked down, uh, Quebec's got a curfew, and Ontario's got passive-aggressive stay-at-home orders, and we're... The, the line between what's deemed essential and non-essential is just becoming hilarious to me. Like, all yeah. we can do is laugh because it's so bad. <laughs> well, it started off that way, so. Good point. It's true. It's a they very just good keep point. The th- only, th- only difference is the name. So instead of lockdown, it's state of emergency. But there's no state of emergency in this lockdown. The lock- it's the same yeah. thing we were doing six months ago. Yeah, even Di- diet even lockdown even where malls were still open. Yeah, even a month ago. Same thing. Yeah. Well, Except things were more serious back when it first At the very beginning, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But like two months ago, like when they were like, okay, well, we're going to shut things down Boxing Day. Not Christmas. Yeah. Not before Christmas, Boxing Day. And just like only go outside if it's essential. So like for work and walks and exercise. <laughs> like, wait, but what? You can, you can gather outside no more than five people, please. Yeah, what? not ten anymore, but five. <laughs> like. What? Sense, Some anyway. of them are realistic, though, because, I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, a, that's the whole thing, right? Like, where are you going to start enforcing everything? Well, and we're how about hard to find are, out. I mean, Montreal's <laughs> had a couple cases where people, literally, the cops literally came in and dragged people out. I so mean, today, the other, you know, weekly lock and lockdown protest was happening, and since the state of emergency protocols have gone in place with no gathering of more than X amount of people... The cops are actually, surprise, surprise, doing their jobs. Hey. And people were actually getting dragged in the street. I saw a video, and I was like, what? Yeah. It took you, I mean, a long time to do this, because they've been doing this for months and gathering yeah. in massive groups and not wearing masks, and you guys would just ride along, like literally on your bikes, ride along, and now you're just, okay, cool, good for you. <laughs> so we'll see. We will see. We'll see, we'll see. So on that <laughs> note, we'll take a short break. Next stop, what you saying? Uh, yes, we're back. So let's kick off what you saying. Um, a discussion we had off mic after we recorded the last episode, um, while all this is going on, you know, storming the, the U.S. Capitol, mobility towards racial equality, you know, justice, reconciliation, diversity, inclusivity. Like, these are words that have been kicked up a lot in, let's, let's just say, the year. Um, I made a comment about Demi Lovato tweeting that she was going to make a song about, you know, oh, don't worry, she's going to she's going to express her her feelings through through a song. Like nobody asked for that. And well, <laughs> and it got me thinking and John and I uh, discussed it very briefly. Um, do we feel that. Do we feel that today's musicians specifically are doing the mainstream musicians, at least, are doing enough of speaking out like being being more active more vocal any protest songs like can you and then it got me thinking of protest songs from when i was a kid like a few days ago d nice actually posted um that self-destruction turned 32 yeah Yeah. you i'm like there's probably very little to no way you know this song but i know john you would remember this song oh yeah i would have heard this song but like not know the name of it I mean, for me, it's <coughs> um, 
kind of, I guess it's pretty simple. I mean, my era, I mean, I just grew up on political rap because that's what it was. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, rap wasn't where it is now. It's, it's, I mean, rap was, was being vocal as to what your issues and problems were, what you saw and, you know, witnessed and what you experienced and what, what you were living at that time. And I mean, a lot of it was a lot of unjust and a lot of it was political. I mean, so I mean, Public Enemy, KRS One, you know, um, uh, these poor righteous teachers. You had, um, but at that same time, those what I remember of rapping that day was also the message that being commercially successful made you a sellout and took away from your ability to. Well, that's what the money. There wasn't money, and there wasn't the money. The money wasn't there as it is now. That's what I mean. Like, no, of course. whereas you, you know, you're fighting for your spot. You're fighting to eat. You're fighting to basically eat and you know get fed and be heard and get that respect. Rappers now are just. I mean, they're just walking into. It. I mean, rappers has got to be got. I mean, some at least. There, there are enough. I just think there's more of them. There are more that are successful, but there are also more out there putting and with the internet to put their their material out there like so it's almost like the same proportions that of a pie that just got bigger instead of the little tart that we had of you know you you only had like LL Cool J and Will Smith that were the commercial commercially successful rappers where now you've got so many but you also have so many more that are looking to achieve that kind of success but like I just, I don't know, I just feel like the, the lake just became an ocean and now there's way more evolved, but there's still that same sort of thing. But I don't know that, I don't know that the idea of being a sellout is really, has, carries the same weight that it did back then, if that makes sense. No, it's because people, I, like I said, money's the different now. Mm-hmm. It's, the money's there. The in, Like rap, you can just... The lowest entry at this point, it feels like, of the music industry is rap. Okay. You can be anybody, and if you can put a, someone can write you a bar, a song, or whatever. You get a beat from somebody? You can instantly, automatically get put on, and that's it. There's no, literally, no process to walking into this, doing anything. And you can take that and roll with it for a year or whatever, how long, and you can literally change the industry just based on that. A lot of these rappers aren't signed for like years. Yeah. And they well, what's push a rap, out the, what's the music they industry out, though? These they push days? out so many different things point. without before anyone taps them for for, you know, a signing deal. So they yeah, like you said, like it's totally different now than it was. Like no one's really chasing a deal. So should that be more incentive to be more outspoken, more I dare not use the word conscious, but for lack of a better word, you know, a more conscious well, type of artist, the more, right more message-driven, like, like you... People are scared to be on that. Like, it's... Let's be honest. Like, he, it's almost as if he, to rap, you can only be one way at this point in time. Uh, to to at, least get, at least have money that's thrown that. behind you and get that instant support. They're looking for one thing, and that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for you to change the world, change the game or anything like that. Like your voice, your, your thoughts, your, that's not really what's up. That's not what's important. That's not what can be instantly marketable. And there's no, I like, I mean, it's also the music industry. There's no real careers anymore. I mean, other than established artists who have that support, there's no long-term career goal trajectory, at least for, I mean, like rappers. So I don't see, 
I can see why rappers aren't politically charged because there's no incentive for them to do that. They're in it for one thing, the money, and keep it moving, it seems like. Or they also just aren't seeking out mentors the way that I remember rappers doing before. Like, they would, they were, they were really into, like, you know, the elders of their, their community and, they, you know, looking up to the, the older generation of rappers. And were these younger ones, like you said, like, they're just in it to get in and, and get whatever it they is. can out of it out. Like, all the deals that they have, all the connections that they easily tap into, like, they found their bubble and they're good. Rap for me really it felt like it changed, like, mentally when everybody said rappers wanted to act like rock stars and be rock stars. Okay. Well, I mean, you're projecting to want to be a rock star. Yeah. So you're not, like, the whole rap style lifestyle, I mean, it just changed. It just it just took the focal point from, you know, getting the hunger to just actually being more fame-hungry oriented and just being in the spotlight. That's your, that's your thing. Just, you know what I mean? Just enjoying more popularity and fame than as opposed to, you know what I mean, striving. Like, rap was a competitive, it was a competitive thing. It was a mixture of competitive being vocal, um, being on top of, you know, the game, like rapping, the actual art of rapping in itself, mm-hmm. whereas all that doesn't really seem to factor into any of it anymore. And, I, I mean, politically, I mean, what's to be, I mean, I don't know. It's weird to me because it's the most politically charged point in time in even in my life, you know what I mean? Like the, the politically awareness is, I mean, it, you just can't get away from it at this point so if you're not feeling anything from that and you can't respond to it you know i mean in terms of just being feel, especially when there's less um tape and um chains holding you back to going on the mic and spit and how you feel mm-hmm. so that being said i wonder if because of did so, does social media allow for uh a wider net to cast like you don't have to rely on the only words coming out to the public being in your music like you know say what you want about tiktok as an app like there there's real talent out there that's creating content for you know seemingly the sake of doing so or the sake of uh potential virality but like their tiktok users and social media handles are becoming just as household name recognition as an established recording artist quote unquote unquote and is it that maybe this generation's attention spans a little too is is shorter or that everything is meant to be bite-sized and digestible to like yeah you can absolutely be as political as you want but you're doing it like to a dance and you're pointing to text on a screen like but also you're right about it being digestible and and bite-sized because with tiktok you have about a minute Mm -hmm. and so within that minute it's surprising what people can do it's the same thing with vine you had six seconds to be funny or six seconds to whatever and now with with the the like huge nature of tiktok people get on there they say what they need to say and not necessarily with a dance or anything else too like they'll get on there do their political thing say they need to say and then take that conversation off tiktok onto their YouTube channels or onto their Instagram or anywhere else where they can have a bigger conversation. You can also do lives yeah. on TikTok as well. So a lot of people who are doing that on there. But yeah, these these kids, because they are kids, <laughs> Gen it's Z. It's not like, just kids. No, what I'm saying, but I'm saying, though, folks, no, 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 you're right. Too. But I'm saying, though, for these kids especially who are doing a lot of this political action, like these, or consuming these it. teenagers, 
their attention span is only so so like and not because they can't focus but because they're focused on so many things so platforms like that and like instagram are great where you can just like put out a an igtv or do a reel or do a, a tiktok thing and then and get it out there and then get it to your people and then and then it starts a conversation from there so when i look at these rappers and look at these other artists and people are, you know, looking for music or looking for more speeches or other things from them. Like, they're doing them. Yeah. They're saying things. They're out there doing their live streams. They're out there putting together, I mean, especially now in this time of COVID where we have just online everything, conferences and X, Y, yeah. and Z. All of that is out there to have this conversation. They're having, not necessarily that they're having deeper conversations, but it's just more conversation, less relying on music to get those points across. Yeah. And I mean, I will... I will speak only to um, Childish Gambino's uh, This Is America because I just, what I, I mean, the song I thought was great. I'm a big fan of his, but what stood out to me the most when he released, because he didn't release an album, it was just that single. What I remembered most was the criticism Mm -hmm. because everybody's got access to, to the internet. Everybody had something to say. Oh, the the video was too graphic. Oh, the message was this. Oh, the video was that. Oh, this and that and this and that. Would you? For me, I think uh, I, I think protest songs still resonate with me. Do you do you find? And they did as when I was younger as well. Um, it's particularly the imagery of of music videos. Like I still have the image of you know the music video of self destruction and fight the power and fuck the police, like, I still have those images still in my head all these years later. Do, in your, in both of your opinions, do protest songs and videos still work for you? Do they resonate with you? Or is it, or have you moved to a more social media type way of protest art? The music still works, but, I mean, it's got to come from a place of people who are actually politically conscious, not just making a song. And that's just, you know, the difference, I think. It's more like, you know, do your movements mimic what you're saying as opposed to you just saying, hopping on something cool or the topic at the moment and there one minute and gone the next. I mean, that, that those are the criticisms, too, that come across when you have, every year, some actor or actress or somebody decides to put together a compilation of that stupid Imagine song and it happens every <laughs> year, every year, and that that is that that to me is a perfect example of what John said. Like, if your movements aren't matching your speech, yeah, like that is just uh, like it's bad. Like you came on, you're like, can't all just be together, guys, and then you went back to your regular life after that. Whereas yeah. protest songs are notorious for like really turning up the heat and being like, pay attention to this. What I found with the criticism of this is America. So many people use music as an escape, and so and. Myself included, like, all the time. I love that. But I also am appreciative of when artists step outside of their their one track or their, you know, their their rhythm or everything to do something different. And they are, like, and they have been laying that groundwork in order to do that and, and make it, you know, conscious and everything else. But we had a lot of people just basically say, like, oh, just shut up and, like, do music. What do you know about what's going on in the real world? And nothing in his music video was more violent than what's happening in real life. Like it was I mimicking what was going on in real life. People being shot in the masses, people being like, like it was, it was art imitating life. Like that yeah. is exactly what was happening. But it was the mere fact that he's an artist. People do the same thing to, to, um, 
athletes as well. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, just play the sports. So we don't need your political nonsense. But then we'll also flip the coin and be like, why aren't they saying anything? So what is it that you want? <laughs> Do you <laughs> want them to say it on point. your time? during a time where you were available to process it and accept it? Or do you want them to say it, like, wh- where? You can't You can't pick and choose. Like, the people that you are idolizing, for the most part, aren't robots. <laughs> like, they are thinking yeah. and feeling sentient beings. And they're going to have thoughts and beliefs, sometimes very wrong <laughs> thoughts and beliefs well. on things. But, you know, speak it anyway so that we know who you are and we can shelve you. Yeah. But <laughs> there are a lot of people who really look and go, oh, God, what do you? What could you possibly even know about anything? Like, ugh. Yeah. Like, they're living the same life that you're living. Yeah, but, Just, I mean, like, on a different pay level. <laughs> there's also, my thing, too, there's also a, there's also a thing of a lot of people with all these platforms and everything spreading a lot of misinformation, too. Yes. Yeah. And that's what bothers me is, if you're not really into this and actually not reading or talking to people who are actually into this and doing this as a life and you know what I mean, getting actually real information, if you're going to spread stuff on your platform, be read up, actually knowledgeable. I'm not talking just go to Google and just finding whatever the top articles and just going, you know what I mean? Like yeah. actually talk to people talk because to if you experts. know that your voice can be heard and do this, say this related to actual people who are really doing this about this life 24 hours 365 a day you know what i mean yeah. and, and help support the, the cause of the people who are really putting in the work if you can't do it all yourself and nobody needs a superwoman or superman yeah. who's not you know what i mean who, like nobody needs that mm-hmm. just yeah. you know what i mean let's 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 put it all in the right direction let's get the movements supported and let's um roll out in the right direction yeah that's 100 percent. i could not agree more yeah kind of sounded more of a, a wrap-up kind of <laughs> phrase and maybe we should end it here but i mean i had a um yeah kind of took the wind out of my sails i had nothing left um, sure, I no i know you didn't mean <laughs> it's it's not your fault at all um i was going to oh this is what i was gonna mention um i think that because what social media allows from musicians especially is an an access to them that we didn't have from NWA or uh, Public Enemy, for example. Those are my two leading rap groups, activist rap groups of the past. So, to Im- so I try to imagine what, what, how I would feel if in Chuck D's regular, you know, social media life that he wasn't about this action. How disappointing I would feel. Like how much weight would. I wouldn't put behind uh, it would just be a dope song instead of oh this this carries so much more meaning this has such a heavy message where now I mean you have I think even then it was more of a the conscious rapper was more of a pocket so I guess to bring it back to the past but there was more of them you think so there was much more of them like do we have do we have fewer there's always been an air there's always been conscious rappers rappers but I also feel Oops. like that was that was a, a pocket been, to be in. Well, it's been a po- it, it's been a pocket, but it's been part of the foundation of hip hop, like one of the yeah, most absolutely. vocal foundation parts of hip hop, and there's always been that core core um section. Not all the hip hop doesn't have to encompass all the hip hop, but right. I mean, we're like there's just not that den right now. I, I mean, I'm even not like entirely certain. I agree for rap, maybe. But like in music in general, I'm where like back rap, then, where back then, like 
it was only rap. Like, R&B wasn't going to touch that. New Jack Swing wasn't. Well, New Jack Swing did kind of touch that afterwards. But, like, we're now, you you have, like, your Kendrick Lamars. You have your J. Cole when he gets it right. Mm. <laughs> but, like, and I'm sure there are others that I just don't know because I don't listen to rap the way I used to. But you have, but you'll have somebody as big time and established as Beyonce who's willing to not only take it on, but take it on to the Super Bowl. And things like that. Like, I I think that means something as well, and it it suits to her personality. If she were any more militant, I, I'd feel it was disingenuous a bit. Yeah. Like, she's still, you know, she's still very hair-twirling, melodies, you know, powerful vocals. But she's also about that action. Exactly. So, like- so if it were any more, like, if it was – so much so that it still took away from all the things that she seems to enjoy doing and is also good at, I would feel it was, it would be forced, if that makes sense. I also, I also want to point out too that the way that we looked at conscious rappers and other people in the past was also very male focused and very Very. male heavy and not in a bad way, but I'm saying like now too, we have a lot of female rappers who have taken up the mantle and are speaking out a lot more and they may not do it in a way that we were used to from the past, but they're using their platforms in the way, you know, that they're meant to be used now, which is different than what was happening then. So for, I can see why it feels, it can feel like, oh, we're not on that same level, but I think it's just kind of, it's shifting a bit. Yeah, I can agree it's with that. It's shifting a bit now. Cause we have a lot of the male raptors are rappers, sorry, are like older now too. Yeah. And so not to say that their priorities have shifted, but like, there's just a certain, it'd be okay if they did like, yeah, you yeah. get older, you think about different things. It's true. Like, so, like, you you know, you're, you're kind of, like, passing it off to the yeah. next group. I'm not going to say Ice Cube is less about the cause oh, because no. he did Are We but There he's, Yet. Like, he, like, maybe he got like, older. Yeah. Like, it's, a, <laughs> he's just, like, it's fine. He's His more kids so, are grown. He's more so just doing, like, the pocket things. Like, he'll yeah. appear on this and do that and do that. Like, yeah. And kudos to you because you're old and, like, you know, no one's asking you to get on live streams at 10 p.m. Yeah, you, every and, night. you and your Jerry Curl yeah, were, like, no were one. about that. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. So now, and I'm, and again too, like I, I find that carrying on that same vein of when we looked at male rappers specifically to be as political this way, looking at male rappers now, and the young group that they are, they're not doing that. So we have to, we're now having to shift that focus, because a lot of the women are doing, yeah. a lot of that. And so I think that that to me is very interesting. That's something that I've noticed, and especially when I go onto my Twitter and go onto my Instagram, I'm seeing a lot more when it comes to, you know, the conversations that we're having are happening mm-hmm. among our female rappers. And, I mean, uh, it's dope. It's yeah, dope absolutely. to me. Like, back then we had, we had Queen Latifah, we had MC Light, and we had whoever they were hanging out with. And that was... Yes. Like, that <laughs> was... But that was also female rap. Yeah. <laughs> In the early 90s, at yeah. least. So, um, yeah, I definitely... I agree with that. I didn't even think of it that way. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <sighs> it happens. It happens in fits and starts, but it, it's happening. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let us know what you think, and if our, if I left out any protest songs uh, or artists, I want what I want to hear are more about more mainstream Canadian artists, mainstream successful artists, and I use that in, in the highest quotes. But like, basically, take that to mean the most basic person has heard of this person, and even though I haven't, put me on. Because if they're out there, I want to know about them, and I want to, I want to celebrate them as well. So, think of that. DM me, and we'll take a break. Next stop, 
Let me ask you this, though. Yes, we're back. I love that sting because the way John phrased it is exactly how I have said it to him. <laughs> like, but let me ask you this, though, <laughs> because I ask stupid questions. Um, so with that in mind, yes, this is let me ask you this, though. I'm going to ask my two co-hosts a question that seems kind of random, but it's going to be kind of fun in the process because we're all going to learn something very weird about each other. And <laughs> I live for that. So just <laughs> John, just embrace my weird. This is why we've been <laughs> friends for so long. Just just settle in. <laughs> so if you two could redo your university years mm -hmm. in a fictional school, where would it be? And I also want to sidebar that with, I want you to imagine what a historically black university, a Canadian black university would be like. And would you go to it? Where would it be? It would be in Halifax. <laughs> one of them would be in Halifax. And three of them would be For in sure. Ontario. <laughs> and one randomly in Kelowna, BC. The lit one would be in Halifax. Like, probably. The yeah. one. The, the Morehouse would be in Halifax. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I, I find when I watch. Um, a different world reruns. I think about this a lot. When I watch Stomp the Yard, I think about this a lot. Yo. <laughs> because. Because. <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys think? Um, I like to look back at my university experience as being a mix of Greendale and Monsters University. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's what that's a how plate. that's how it felt. <laughs> Interesting. It felt, it felt poorly thought out, but also. Like, kind of fun. <laughs> did your school also have a butt flag? Like, what, did you have a, a Troy and Abed on your campus? Because I would say that myself and my friend, Brianna, and Brianna, I know you're listening, uh, we were the Troy and Abed of our school. Knowing what I know of Brianna, I would... Yeah. I would uh, In our Spanish class, we did the Biblioteca rap. As one does. And um, quickly realized how much older we were than the rest of the class. Damn it. Uh, and Brianna's younger than me, so that was something. Um, because everyone's like... Well, is that, did you guys, like, make that up? We're like, wait, what? <laughs> We're like, wait, 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 wait. You guys, like, watching, like, other shows? Like, I'm confused. I'm confused. It's like going to a Halloween party with a dope costume and nobody knowing what oh, it is. Oh, man. I mean, our teacher thought it was hilarious. Good. Um, because, I mean, he was our Spanish teacher. So he was like, wow, that was actually really funny. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think we changed, like, a few things there to make it more, like, our university focus. Anyway, like, we... Between the two of us and Ayesha and Hannah, we would have been the Troy and Abed switch up somehow. And like Annie, <laughs> Troy, Abed, and Annie, that would have been the three of us. Okay. Um, that good old trip. Um, yeah, but between, I would say, I'd say a mixture of Greendale and Monsters, Monsters University, Monster University, Monsters Inc. Um, just because the, the party aspect of that school as well. Was insane. Not that I went to a lot of them because I was old when I went to that university. So I was like, I can't keep up with you 19-year-olds who've been drinking since you were 15. Mm -hmm. So that's just not it for me. But every every St. Patrick's Day, any anything that could be deemed even a small <laughs> holiday. Like all the white holidays. Was a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, like friends would, for St. Patty's, they'd be drinking from like the Friday into whatever day <laughs> it actually was. It was madness. Um, but a lot of times the classes kind of felt community college-ish because I was like, what is happening here? Where are the books? What is going on? Who's teaching this? <laughs> What's happening? Like, oh one professor own. just didn't show up. So 
no notification, no nothing, was traveling from Toronto to come to Peterborough for these classes. And we all sat in class for about an hour. No emails. That just could have been highway traffic. No nothing. And eventually we were just like, so, and then we're sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. He hadn't informed um, the dean or anyone else part of the department. And so an hour, maybe hour 15 in, to us sitting in the classroom waiting patiently, we all could have literally left 15 minutes yeah. later. Just waiting patiently thinking, oh, maybe we'll hear, some, maybe someone will come into the classroom and tell us. Some poor secretary runs in, some admin runs into the room. It's just like, hey guys, uh, we just got an email um, from your professor saying that he's not going to make it. We literally just got it. We're like, okay. <laughs> was <laughs> like, it just that one day or like he it was that phoned day, it in forever? But there were other days where he'd be late or days where at class would end suspiciously early. Like it was just crazy. And so to the point where myself and two other classmates went to the dean of our department, we're like, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to protect us in case anything goes south with this class because he's not really doing anything. And it's clear that he's not in the headspace to be a professor right now. And the TA is doing a lot more work. And the, our dean was like, bet. So we, he was like, Damn. anything happens in that class, don't worry. Really we got it covered. We'll figure it out. It literally felt like Greendale. Damn. Um, yeah, those wouldn't be my choices. But that's how university felt for me. Would be the All right, so what would two. be your, your fictional school you would attend? Knowing what, I, knowing what I know now and my comfort in my blackness and being proud of that, like I definitely would have gone to Hillman. I don't know how long I would have gone there for. Okay. But I feel like that would have been, like, my master's or something. Yeah. Like, I would have gone there to do my master's for sure. To be a little bit focused, but also, like, do some fun stuff on the side if yeah. I needed to. I would, I would be too distracted to do my undergrad there. Like, I would have <laughs> I, would, I would have been, like, a six-year undergrad if oh, I done my damn. undergrad there. But I could do my master's for sure. Yeah. Audit some classes, maybe, after Greendale Monsters, Inc. <laughs> and, then, and then go in and do my, my master's. That would be my sense. choice. Because it just, oh, man. Going looking back on it now and being like, wow, what a time. <laughs> All these black people. I just get to hang out with them. We get to be friends. Yeah. What? Because I was at predominantly white institutions my whole life. Same. So going there would have been a game changer. Like I was inserting myself in any African or Caribbean like clubs at Trent because I was like, somebody please. <laughs> <laughs> somebody please guide me. How big were they? Uh, they were big. The African population of Chant was massive. I was like, all you Zimbabweans and Nigerians and Ghanaians and Eastern Africans, like, where did, why here? <laughs> <laughs> None of you went to Western? Confused. None of you went to, like, Windsor? Very confused. Like, you're, okay, but, like, let's make this work. And they had, like. We had a huge international student population. Yo, we had, like, to the point where these students had, like, the clubs that they had were huge. Like, and to the point everyone's showing up because they were the best parties. Like, the best, like, banquets or dinners or whatever else. Like, just the most incredible, like, award right. shows, everything. Like, uh, between them and any of the Asian um, society groups. <sighs> what a fun time. Monsters, Inc. <laughs> 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 that, was, that was the Monsters, Inc. for me. <laughs> All right. So you'd... you'd uh, I'd go to Hillman for my master's. You'd have stepped foot at Hillman. I would have, yeah. I would have I would have stepped foot in there for, like, a, like a preview weekend and been real scared. And then, like, gone and done, like, something easy. But then be like, yep. okay, like, I now need to I be know that black people. And then would have gone to Hillman. <laughs> John, what do you think? Um, or are we all about to pick Hillman? <laughs> no, there's no football involved in Hillman, so I wouldn't have been there. Oof. Do we know that? It might have had like homecoming type of thing, you know, scenes, but no actual but like no football. football. Yeah, like no, nothing comes to mind of 
athletic. Didn't Dwayne Wayne try to play basketball Dwayne once? Maybe. On some kids' nets. But yeah, go on. <laughs> so, um. The school from the program. I'm going to stop guessing now. Okay, yeah, you got it right. Um, <laughs> but. <coughs> <laughs> Let's just you. <laughs> Eastern State University Timberwolves, okay? Eastern State University. Timberwolves. Okay. Yes. T Wolves. <laughs> um So you know I tried though. I what I tried. You know I tried. Um what it's it's listen. The opportunity varsity jackets. The opportunity to play with Steve Latimer, okay? Like you were and Alvin Mack. You are geeked <laughs> right now. I and love Alvin this. Mack. There's, 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 there's nothing else I wanted to do. Future NFLers. You are grinning. There's no reason. Coach Winters, you know, are you hurt? Are you injured? Like, this is just, <laughs> this is just way of life you, here. I These love are words it. you honestly are lived you? by your entire, every, so much. I've been friends <laughs> with you for years, but only now. Do so many more things about you make sense. <laughs> the are you hurt or you injured is the equivalent of are you fi- uh, are you finished or are you done? Like that's the equivalent. <laughs> that's what that equivalent is. Athletes will know there's a difference. Is, is what it is. Yeah, are you emotionally hurt or are you injured? Yeah, <laughs> injured or are you hurt? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh man. It's not most. injuries take rest. Hurt you play. That's <laughs> that's, that's what you do. It's good times. I mean, hey. Incredible! <laughs> you are so geek. I mean, the a young the Darnell mo- Jefferson, <laughs> <laughs> the most just black movie name. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> listen, under un, under Joe Kane, the mighty Joe Kane, oh my the God. troubled guys. I wish you could try out from Joe Kane, but listen, hey, this is this is just it's. It's no different. Any, it's it's any football locker room anywhere. It's just you know a mixture of personalities. <laughs> I love this university so much. time, good time, brotherhood, <laughs> odd stuff going on here and there. It's just yeah. you know all well, part of it. People Trial putting their heads through the windows. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Car windows and just lying in the middle of the road. That was such a controversial scene back then. They had to take it out of the movies. That. That was the scene that made me know I wa- I was too young when I watched this movie because that scene stayed with me Damn. a little too much. Oh no. A little too long to like it's like set on of, your chest. Kind of lose context of what the rest of the movie is like like they were lying in the middle of the road <laughs> with cars flying by. <laughs> College, good time. Right? College, no. <laughs> you guys weren't doing this? Absolutely not. It's like laying on train no. tracks playing 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 chicken with trains. Uh uh-uh, not me. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm too coming up in the era of like, hey, we're really putting our foot down on hazing. So ours was just like we didn't have embarrassing, anything. humorous skits, oh, which was still trauma for me. And I like, still oh, didn't go. Just so shaming people now. Great. Anybody, anybody who was in my rookie class with me, did you see me at the rookie party? Barely. <laughs> <laughs> if you glimpsed me at all. I showed up late. That was the but only yeah, we thing did. I We saw. had to say a joke. That's what it was. We had to come up with a joke or something. See, no, I, didn't, I can't perform on command like that. Aw, <laughs> oh, Disney princess. Yes. It's just about how you react Anxiety. to it. Yeah, you and I, sometimes I don't react well. Yeah. <laughs> See, that I would have had a, a better chance at, I think. I would have just pulled out an impression of my coach and just gone with that. 
Whatever it takes. You just got to get it over Fair. with, and that's it. Nobody really cares if you're great at it. I mean, there's only so many entertainers, natural entertainers. and That's true. Like I said, while I'm pretty <laughs> sure I can't medically prove it, I'm pretty sure I'm capable of dying of embarrassment. And that would be pushing that line That for would me. be hectic. <laughs> it would, yeah. Just when cause of Quebec, death, I think I got everybody singing Frere Jacques. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I would somehow be able Magnifique. to will. I'd be able to be able to will the ground to open up and swallow me. That's what I would have. That's what, it. Would suddenly just be like, oh, I now have yeah. powers. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's a tunnel leading and me. Now home. you're earth There's a tunnel. Yeah. There's a tunnel leading me home. Like I've left all my stuff. Like I'm just gone now. <laughs> oh damn it. No, but I mean, I guess probably. What's the name of that school in the program? Does is uh, it Eastern State University? Eastern, Eastern State Timberwolves University. Oh. <laughs> T wolves. Yes. Yes. Let that owl live in your lives. <laughs> let it rent free. Rent free. <laughs> just, just let it stay there. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I thought of Hillman. That was my. As soon as I came up with the question, I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be easy. It's, it's Hillman. Oh wait, no, it's not. Um, because a close second was uh, Clark A&T from Drumline. Wow. But the winner was the, is the fictional. HBCU Truth University from Stomp the Yard. <laughs> Not Truth University. Yeah, because let me tell you. <laughs> I watched this movie with my with my best good friends. We were some of the only people in this theater. We were just all loud and obnoxious. Like, we were basically in our living room yelling at this movie, um, embarrassing each other, getting mad at each other somehow. Um, but yeah, I would have found a way to be you know, homies with Megan Good and just hung out near from a safe distance to the Greeks who were watching, not getting anywhere near them myself. Because That's impregnation right there. You're getting yeah, pregnant. One of the one of these shirtless Adonises would have ruined my life. Pregnant. But <laughs> pregnant. That's it. Immediately. I mean, just to safely observe as the people watcher I am. That Immaculate Conception. Would have been <laughs> That'd have been it for me if we were doing a do-over. I don't know if they have a track team. Maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 I I know they weren't there, so I didn't care. You're just there for half times. Uh, (laughs) Listen, university me, hell, high school me, I did track for days out of school and to look at boys that weren't in my county because I lived in a place small enough to be called a county. Aw, county. So, yeah. It was all about getting a ticket to that that elusive bus ride to Toronto to see boys from other schools. The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> that sounds like yes. that sounds like a movie. It was it was all about boys, boys from, from other schools. Now <laughs> <laughs> this tired Windsor trash that oh I was used to. Oh my gosh! Not that, and because if and when the one to maybe two times, one of them spoke to me. That was it. I'm like, please go away. Like, I don't, I don't want any part of this. I can't handle this. Before I suddenly hold hands with you and go home with you, please leave. Like, <laughs> like please don't speak to me. <laughs> like, very awkward giggle, run away. Like, please, please just become. I, that's where my powers activate. I become invisible. That's it. <laughs> you know, he goes back and to his I friends. Scurry like, away. And like, yo, what happened to that girl? I don't know. She just like, she's disappeared. She just I don't even off. know what happened. She just left. Like, yo, man, tough break, tough break. Yeah, I thought she was really cute. And you're just like, <laughs> but like. Teenage to 20s me couldn't do anything but, like, say something sarcastic and insulting and then 
walk away. <laughs> like, flirting wasn't a thing. Like, uh, no. Nope. Like, you're the person being like, your hair lies dusty, and then <laughs> leaving? Like, uh, like, yeah, you, I'm like, yeah, bronze, whatever. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it was shade. Absolutely, sometimes it was shade. But other times, like, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> like, so you say something insulting and then leave? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, I, that's one way what? to get out of a situation. Because once I got past, oh, how do you think your race went? Or how do you think you, you did? True. All right. He'd give me that spiel. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm like, oh, you want to know something about me? No, that's not allowed. Oh, no. <laughs> I came here to interrogate you. <laughs> no, no. You're you're here to talk at me. I'm here to listen, I guess. I don't wow. know. That's that's what I was like. I'm so <laughs> Just awkward. I gotta go to practice. <laughs> mom, mom, is that you? Oh, <laughs> uh, my coach is calling me by. <laughs> oh, man. Because, yes, that absolutely did happen in university. And I'm training for the Olympics. So I, ain't got time I, I, I literally walked up to my coach and just stood next to him. I had hours before my event. He did not call me at all. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, just here. He's like, okay. Like, yeah, so... And I'm just looking around and just like still hanging out with him. And he's like, Jen, are you okay? <laughs> like, I am. I am now. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. He's like, yeah, why don't you go? Hey, I'm like, I'm good here. Like, what are you doing? Do you want anything to eat? Where are we going? And like, honestly, it was, I think um, the men were warming up. So like he was checking their position on the board, like, you know, doing coaching things. And I'm just like standing next to him. Like, yeah, so this is fine. This right here is fine. I'm good here. Yep. <laughs> because someone infiltrated my being alone under my headphones. I'm like, well, this doesn't work anymore. Go, go stand by coach. You had a no one will space. talk to me near my coach. You had a safe space. <laughs> you know where I'm safe? Right next to coach. Oh, he's no like, one. You, you sure you want to no just, like, go do anything shot. else? He's like, no. Like, no Should okay. I do some extra laps or anything? Yeah, like, do you anything need to, like, to work on my game? Yeah. Help me. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you need to clean your car? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of warming up now. Jan, your events in four hours. Yeah, but you can never be too prepared, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it's like you could work. You would warm up six times. Uh, could you not? Because no one, no one was talking to me. Standing next to like square jawed, arms folded, just you could tell he used to jump as well. Like no one's talking to me next to him. No one. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> and your coach was very perplexed. So do we need to call your parents? Like, what's happening here? Like, get back on the bus or something. <laughs> nah, it's also not safe there. <laughs> like, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> Only in Hawaii was that not safe. <laughs> Damn. Another story for another time. So truth university for Truth you, university. But also, like, in fear. <laughs> like, you're there, but you're not there. In reluctance. <laughs> you know, if, uh, I don't know, if maybe Neo had talked to me. Because, like, if Columbus Shore talked to me, I'm like, no, can't, out, no, cannot, cannot. Cannot. <laughs> I can see you just like covering his eyes. <laughs> no, 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 don't no. you look at me? No, no, sh- don't breathe. I'm leaving. I'm like, walking away now. Keep yeah, your eyes like, closed. <laughs> like, don't you don't you don't have to talk to me anymore. Go go find someone else. Uh, I'm good. Or you probably like kick him in the shins or something. Real awkward. No, I wasn't I'm that. Like, bad. It may have happened. Who knows? Um, as mentioned, I <laughs> fear dying of embarrassment. So when. I do get embarrassed because I'm cursed with this light skin complexion. It shows all over me. Oh. <laughs> um, and I'm talking like my, my ears get fire engine red and like right under my eyes get red and I'm avoiding eye contact, which just makes me look like a googly eyed Muppet. Cause my eyes are so big. <laughs> like it's just, 
Everything is bad. The way I imagine it in my head is just bad. Bad, no good, no good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't work out with earbuds for this very reason, because over-the-ear headphones disguised my embarrassed ears. Like, it just, help me, help me. And in the wintertime, <laughs> your red face can just be from the cold. Yeah, yeah. Because, yep, another story for off mic. But, uh, yeah. Only, only, only fans, is that how it is? <laughs> Only jams. <laughs> Only jams. <laughs> Only jams. You heard it here first. Strictly for the awkward. Yeah. It's a whole if new you, platform. If you are a jam, <laughs> just for the embarrassed. Gonna put it in the link jam. tree. Look out for it. <laughs> Only jams. Also the name of my mixtape. Don't worry about it. It's, it's anonymous. Containing um, my John diss track because he <laughs> believes I don't believe in black love. Your username will be Jan one two three four five. Like don't worry yeah. about having to create don't worry something. About it. We're all Jans here. We're all Jans here. <laughs> oh Putting that on a t-shirt. Writing yeah. it down. But yeah, I Hashtag would. Um, we all Jans. Yeah, we're all Jans here. <laughs> I would. Uh, I'd be boy watching at Truth University. <laughs> I'd, I'd still get my same degree in the same meh, which was communications. See, and this Duh. is why I'd have to go to Hillman <laughs> as an adult because if I went as an undergrad, uh, again, yeah. six years to do four four year program. And who knows what else other shenanigans in between. I need to go as a fully fledged adult so I can like, <laughs> I don't know, have something going on between these years. So I'm not just falling for any any dude who just looks at me differently and I'm like, oh dear, here we are. <laughs> like, ah, black love and just falling for any guy. Because no. if I if I had gone to a, a US school, let alone an HBCU, yeah, that one kappa would have looked at me and that would I would have ruined my life. I would have ruined my life. <laughs> yeah, you, not him. Over a Kappa. You I would have ruined my life over a Kappa. That's yeah. that I was I close can, to attending one. I can I can see that for myself. And what Danger. what frat would you have played? You would have been a Q. I don't think I would have um You'd have stepped in thirty I don't pound Tims. No, I don't think I would have painted gold. Thirty pound Tims. The way those men hit the floor. <laughs> I don't think I would have joined any of the fraternities. I probably you say that. I sure? No, I'm pretty sure I would have looked at it and been what like, yeah, okay, this is a bit much, huh? Been, just sports. The only reason I would have been there would have been sports. But would you have like you would like know their steps anyway? One of your one of your friends, one of your, one of your buddies, you like know everybody. Yeah, yeah, you, you know their by steps. Association. So you would be caught on the quad doing steps, like not being a part of it. But you definitely would be that guy in. just on the other on the side edge of the line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> John's probably got rhythm for days. Danger. I have no way to prove this, but I'm just assuming. Danger. Linebacker's got footwork, so I'm just gonna assume he can dance. I hang over here with Alvin. <laughs> Plot on destroying quarterbacks. <laughs> I think it goes thirty Razorback stingers. That how it goes. You know, don't fr- don't front like you don't know. Oh. <laughs> no, I have to. Do it. I, I have to. I'm pretty sure that was. Tune in next week when John will be reciting. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we get John on Instagram, just stepping. <laughs> yeah, see, in. I think we've all learned something. We have. We learned that John has lived his life by the program yes, this entire has. time. Yeah. And I went and to I a joke I school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what what to compare my act. I don't know if there is a, a show that would have been close to what my school experience was like. It was, I don't know, because I was so, I only made friends on the track team. So the I feel like I didn't really go experience the rest of the university experience but my team was still that was enough for me and i yeah. was 
that that's was more than enough people well to hang out with social limitation. Yeah, because when you have that many people on a team, like that's that's a good enough social circle. Yeah, like I, you know, I casually knew other other athletes from other teams. Either we were from the same district or town in high school because I stayed home, and you know, you knew the ones who stayed home as well. But yeah, that wasn't anything. <laughs> My anxiety, anything else more than that? That's it. <laughs> I couldn't have even gone to another Canadian school. Like just. Being untethered like that would have been too much for me. Too much time. <laughs> but yeah, see, you all learned how weird we all are. So <laughs> share your thoughts with us. We're on Twitter at... What was weird about mine? <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing. Yours was perfect. Yours was perfect. We royal weed. Royal. Royal. <laughs> royal weed. Royal weed. Bridgerton. Royal weed. Royal weed. <laughs> Everyone but John was weird. <laughs> No, we're quirky. Mm. Quirky? Organized. Interesting. John was A purposeful. lot of people like to use interesting with, with me when they really mean weird. Wow. So. That's kind of mean. Well. Like, you're really interesting. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> well. Another conversation for another time. <laughs> so many conversations for other times. Jans, what is it? Jans, Lisa. Or oh, only Jans. Jans. Only Jans, sorry. <laughs> we're all Jans <laughs> here. Jans. We're all Jans <laughs> here is the, is the, is the slogan. <laughs> Oh my god! I literally yes, can't so wait for this merch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so let us know what t-shirt size you want. Hit us up on Twitter. Do you want Not that sorry pod. Water bottles, <laughs> decals for your laptops. Oh my gosh! You guys, so many possibilities. Oh my god! We're also on Instagram at Temporary Not That Sorry tattoos. Podcast. Now you're getting ridiculous. <laughs> so if you love us, and I know you do, rate us and give us five stars. So. We can know that you love us and that Apple and Spotify can know that you love us. But until next time, be cool. Keep fit. Have fun. (laughs) Body break. Jesus.